NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UV. Warmies heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three up. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. You are the best. You go for a rest. Often imitated, never duplicated. The greatest show on dirt. Oh, to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving! Hello again, it's Wing Nation here, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the year. We are so glad you joined us as we are into it now. Race cars on track! Oh, thank God, it is that time of the year. Steve Post here in our studios here in Concord, North Carolina, and just such a great, great time of the year. So much excitement, so much anticipation, great, great stuff. And in just a moment, we're going to talk with Fred Raymer, the iconic Hall of Famer from Pennsylvania. Fred always has a lot on his mind, so it'll be interesting to see what we talk about today. So looking forward to chatting with Fred Raymer. Had a great week so far here. Earlier in this week, Justin Fiedler sat in, and we had the chance to talk with Mason Daniel and with uh, Wayne Johnson. And, of course, you can find all of our interviews, even the historic ones, and our features from out the off-season that we had, Wing Nation Presents by Drydeen, DRF. You can find all of those at wingnation.com. That's www.wingnation.com. There's a lot of stuff on there, folks. So as you're gearing up for the races this weekend, jump on wingnation.com and check us out. It is the Thursday edition of the show here. One of the things we always like to talk about is our National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. Danny Lasoski had a birthday earlier this week. Ted Johnson and Mike Arthur, birthday yesterday. Uh, Saturday, Jimmy Oski, Gene Lynch. And on Sunday, Alex Morales and Jan Opperman, the legend, Jan Opperman would have had a birthday on Sunday. Today, Larry Sullivan and Ralph Speedy Helm. Helm is a 2002 inductee. He was born in 1905 in Sydney, Illinois. Now, he started as a racer at 17 years old, but an early uh, crash lost the vision in his right eye. So 
At then, he started off in 1926. He formed the Tri-State Racing Association. They promoted big car racing in Illinois, in Indiana, and Kentucky. They ran for about 10 years. Of course, as always happened back in that era, the world of racing stopped for World War II. After World War II, he got back into it, owning big cars and sprint cars up until 1974. Listen to this list of drivers that drove for Helm. Tom Bigelow, Joey Chitwin, Dick Gaines, Jim Herdebees, Judd Larson, Johnny Rutherford, and so many more. That's a who's who's list. That's a Hall of Fame list right there that drove for Ralph Speedy Helm, who passed away in 1993. He's a 2002 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. One of the other things the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, and they just announced this this Tuesday, was the Priority Aviation $2,000 Knoxville National Sponsorship. It returns this year with a twist, benefiting the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, $20,000 the first prize. Now, we had that last year, okay? $20,000 first prize, $10,000 second prize, and a $5,000 third prize. Now, this is based on memberships and donations to the museum, okay? So when you go on SprintCarStuff.com and you make a donation or you sign a membership in the notes, just put your driver or team and we'll start racking them up. Last year, Lance DeWeese won the $20,000 award and over $60,000 was raised for the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. This is Priority Aviation, Jennifer and Richard Marshall. They do so much good for the sport of sprint car racing and so much good for the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Deadline is July 31st. And now let's go to the hotline. Where joining us is the Hall of Famer, team owner, great race car driver, and all-around good guy Fred Raymer from up in Pennsylvania. Hello, Fred. Welcome into Wing Nation. Hey, man. Thanks for having me on, Steve. Always good to chat with you, Fred. How are you doing? How are things looking as you guys gear up for uh, for another big year with the boys racing? I sure hope so. We, You know, we worked harder with the winter like everybody does, so we'll see what happens. You know, one of the things, um, Fred, that I, I, uh, I enjoy, I, I'm just going to tell a little bit that when I go to Pennsylvania, Fred and I end up having a couple cold, frosty ones, and I always love the conversation. And one of the things I really like is that, um, and, and those of you that follow this program know that I'm pretty positive about everything. Fred will say to me, how are things going? I'm like, oh, man, it's great. This is great. This is great. This is great. And I'll say, Fred, how are things going around here? And Fred's like, I'm worried about it. I'm fragile. It's fragile, and, I, and I'm worried about it. And, 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 and I love that because I think that, uh, I, I think that uh, I, I think sometimes my rose-colored glasses kind of kind of uh, don't put perspective on things. So, Fred, as we look at, first off, just big-picture sprint car racing and what you see in Pennsylvania, kind of describe where you think it's at and what's, and what's happening with it right now. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, our car counts are down a little bit. I mean, we still have good racing. We're still competitive with the outlaws. We didn't have great a year as we could have this year. But uh, I, I just see it as very fragile, to be quite frank. Yeah. And, you know, some of the things they're proposing now, I, I just think are really going to bring it to its knees. And, and I think that that's one of the things that I really wanted to get you on to talk about. A couple of weeks ago in Ariana Racing News, the Tuesday, July, uh, January 14th edition, Len Salmon's column, and Lenny Salmon's just one of the great guys in the sport, one of the great guys covering the sport. You were part of a discussion, and, and one, of the, one of the concerns that you have is, uh, is, is some of the manufacturers coming into the sport. Fred, kind of lay out what some of your concerns are as far as that goes. You, you know, right off, I have no problem with Ford or Toyota. I, I just think 
that what 99.9 percent of the sprint car motors in this country are Chevys, and if we introduce another motor and Toyota does what they usually do a great job and create a product that is what I think six of the last how many chili bowls have been won they've won the last six. I just don't know that sprint car racing. I mean, imagine if they come out with the motor, they start with what Ford and Chevy has developed over this last 30 years. Mm-hmm. And they build just a little better product. And as time trials are so sensitive now that if you don't time good, the motors that we have will be instantly devalued and uncompetitive. And you'll need to get a Toyota and we'll all be in trouble. Yeah. And it's and, and that's where this fragile nature of the sport then jumps in as well, because if it's uh if it's um if it's if it's five thousand dollars, if it's ten thousand dollars more that just pushes that fragile that, that that fragile nature over the edge. Well, even if it was unrealistically a little bit cheaper, yeah, the motor you presently have is now devalued. Okay, and a big portion of the sprint car world can't say, "Well, I'll sell these two and buy one." Oh yeah, and and you know it's it's just it's just I just don't see it as a good thing and. You know, the World Racing Group claims, and, and they do, and they do a good job 90% of the time, that there's a box that they're going to have to work within. Toyota has unlimited resources, I would assume, the way they do NASCAR and everything else they do, yeah. that they're going to be able to test far above any individual or motorboater. They say this box that they, they have that right. you have to work within, but who, other than a car manufacturer, can even explore that box? at the level they'll be able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it is, and, and part of the story um, is that uh, Tom Deary was uh, was quoted in the story, the CEO of the World Racing Group. It's called the Engine Builders, <laughs> Engine Builders Guide. And Tom believes that that guide will kind of keep everything in line, and that's their, that's their point with it. Yeah, I, I just, I, I believe he believes that. Yeah. I just don't believe it the way it's going to be. I mean, I hope you invite them on and invite somebody from TRD on yeah. and say, what are you going to bring to sprint car racing? How is it going to improve sprint car racing? I see nothing but negatives coming from this. The cost, I mean, if a midget motor right now is sixty-eight dollars to $70,000, right. what is a Ford 10 sprint car cost going to be? I asked the people at TRI at the Ford booth, when will they be available and how much are they going to cost? Well, we don't know, and we can't tell you when we can deliver it. And and Donnie Schatz and them guys are all my friends, and good for them. Yeah. But we we still have to race against it while they're developing it. You know what I mean? It's I just don't get it. Yeah. So you you've got two. You've got Toyota. Your concern, Toyota coming in, and 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 to their credit, when they come in, they come in to play hardball, and they they do it in NASCAR, and they they do it in midget racing. And now the concern is doing it there. And then with the Ford engine, you guys are actually going to compete against an engine that you can't get this year with with the Ford engine. Yeah, and, you know, and, and I, I honestly, whether this is right or wrong, I can deal with Ford because they come in with one level of energy. Yeah. Toyota is scorched earth. When they come in, yeah. this whole thing is a marketing strategy for them to sell vehicles. That's their job. I totally get it. But we need to be protected from that by, I guess, the World Racing Group. I guess they're our leaders, you know, it seems. But I just don't see that. They need to tell me 
how Toyota coming in is going to benefit sprint car racing. Exactly, and then benefit it. There, there will there there will be some drivers that will likely benefit from it, but the overall sport you're you're worried about the overall health of the overall sport. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, Chris Bell, Kyle Larson, they're the greatest drivers you ever could see, and yeah. probably could win in a Ford Falcon. <laughs> that being said, they're going to benefit, but as a sport, it's going to drop us to our knees. I think. So what can what? So I mean, we we'll, we'll have a discussion and we'll we'll invite people in to talk about it. But is I, I don't I um is is the horse out of the barn or we're 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 uh, it, it's it's totally out of the barn. Yeah, and you, you, I see Toyota in the future will be sponsoring the World Racing Group. Oh, really? That's that's, that's what I that's what I see. You know what I mean? And if we ever get to where they do in midgets and let electronic fuel injection, uh huh, and all electronic fuel management, it will run so many people out of racing, in my opinion. And this is just my opinion. And again, just to throw a disclaimer, I have nothing against Ford or Toyota. Sure. That is job. I also feel Chevy's going to have to step up and come up with another motor, which again, antiquates every part we have. And then the problem is, is I, 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 had, I had not thought about this. The, the, the biggest, obviously the biggest problem is, you're, you guys are all sitting there with 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 motors that are all obsolete. Even even if she, even if Chevy comes out with something that's better than Toyota, your whole inventory is shot anyhow, though. Right, and everything was fine until we opened the door for Toyota, and then Ford and Chevy and everybody else says, "Hey, we better pick up our game." You know what I mean? And you know that's where we're at. I I just see, you know, nothing positive can come from this. It, it can only be negative. And my main concern is for sprint car racing. I love sprint car racing. Yeah. I want it to continue forever. I talked to several motor builders, not just Don Ott, and they told the World Racing Group that it wasn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have no problem. They say, well, if they work within that box, we have to let them do it. Well, years ago, and not that it matters, we had a, a billet block, and they said, hey, you're not allowed to run that no more. Don't bring it back next year. Right. And they made it illegal. Years ago, Brodex had something special, too, and they say, that's illegal, can't run it. But when a corporation, we used to race against millionaires and, and people that earned a really good living. Now we're racing against corporations the way it's going to be now. Yeah. And, I mean, I just seen the movie Ford versus Ferrari. Ford come in, got mad at Ferrari for four years, spent everything they had to to win, and then went away. But the damage will already have been done. Mm, man, I'll tell you what, it's a, it's a, it, it's a fascinating picture that you paint and, and with, with the way they've come in, the way that Toyota's come in and the way this is all gone, um, you know, it makes, makes a lot, a lot of logic to what, to, to what you're proposing here. Yeah. And, and listen, I hope I'm wrong, Yeah, but at a world or outlaw race, if you're a half a tenth off, you are in trouble. If they come out with a motor that just times just a little bit, and with all the resources they have and the great people they have there, it's very possible to happen pretty easy and pretty quick. Yeah. So then right now on a Friday night, we get whatever amount of cars, 20 cars at Williams Grove, 24 cars. And you say to the other guys that race on Saturday night, well, why weren't you at the Grove? It pays better than it does on a Saturday night race. And they say, well, we don't have the motor. Mm. Well, Imagine this. Somebody gets a Toyota around here, and, and it's a superior motor, potentially. Right. What's, what's going to happen to our local racing? I, I mean, to me, 
and I hope this isn't true, it just seems like the World Racing Group doesn't really care about local racing whatsoever, in my opinion. And let me tell you, say this. I love racing with the World Outlaws. The proudest moment I have in racing is my son winning an outlaw race. That's how much I have respect for the competitors in that division. Right. But I need somebody to take care of sprint car racing so it's around for a long time, and I don't know if that's happening. A lot of concern, that is for sure. And, and, I, and I will say this, Fred, uh, you and I had this first conversation about this before PRI. Um, I went up to PRI and had some discussions with engine builders as well. And uh, uh, you, you're, you're the guy out here throwing the snowballs, but you're not alone. Um, it is something that uh, we're going to have to keep an eye on. And, and, uh, but but I, I do know for a fact I've had multiple people with the same conversations. You're just, uh, you're just uh, one that's not, not scared to talk about things like that. So, um, and, I, and I appreciate that. I appreciate you, you sharing it because it is your passion. Yeah, I mean, it's a passion. We've worked so hard for so many years to build something up, to see it tore down. If, if TRD or the World Racing Group can come on and say, hey, this is why it's going to be better. I, I talked to somebody that I have a great amount of respect for that's in the media business that said, oh, you, don't ima- you can't imagine how much exposure this is going to get for sprint car racing and this, that, and the other thing. The problem being, until the purses increase uh-huh. and everything equals out, we'll all be out of business at a local level, in my opinion. Because that's where, where all this happens is where that fragile state that we're in now puts it over the edge. Yeah, I mean, the World Racing Group has 12, 15 cars, whatever the number is. They control all of racing and all of the United States as far as sprint car goes, pretty much without, you know, exception. And we're, we're, we're just going down the wrong road, in my opinion. And, and I don't want to be on talking about this i don't want to be the guy throwing the snowballs right i just am very concerned me and a whole lot of people love sprint car racing and i just don't know how much more it can endure mm-hmm. yep and, and and again i'll state that you're not alone that is for sure um fred moving moving on as we as we gear up for the uh the 2020 season um how are things looking up in central pennsylvania um, you know, just with the tracks up there, what's what, what's going on? What are you what are you looking forward to up there this year? Hey, I'm looking forward to getting started. You know, the weather's been good till this point, so it'll probably go bad right before the opener here in a couple of weeks. But yeah. you know, just getting out and getting focused and 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 getting in a rhythm and, and getting racing. So, uh, you know, hopefully we, we have a good turnout. That we were at a show the other week, and there was a lot of people there, so it seems like there's a lot of interest. So, we'll see what happens. Fred, what do we? What... What let let's set aside the 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 motor discussion, okay? Let's set that aside, uh, you know, as far as that goes. But we're but before this, we're at a fragile state, okay? And you've been a promoter, you've you've tried that, you've done that with with some shows at Path Valley and everything. What's what's the fix to where we're at now to get this so that maybe we're not at such a fragile state? You know, I personally, I, I believe that that really good track preparation. Okay. Great, really good racing. Yeah. And get the fans back. And in, in, I'm telling you, our big shows, you know, our speed weeks and our, obviously the outlaw shows and the, even the all-star shows, we have great crowds. Right. You know, um, you know, truthfully, we run the Casey Kane race up here and they had to sanction the race to get a group of cars to come out at a race that paid a thousand to start, I think, and yep. 20,000 to win. I mean, I, and we have. I mean, on a, on a Saturday night, 
there's probably 25 cars at Port and 25 at Lincoln, and we would run that race and get 28 cars. Huh. So I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if the people aren't as energetic as they used to be. If money's the problem, you know, obviously it is for everybody, including myself. But you know, I, I don't know. I, I think as far as the fans. Better track preparation to create better racing, you know, not wet and heavy, dry slicks to the fence. So you got to be able to drive the car and work on it. Mm-hmm. Are we over? Do you think, uh, and we'll stick to Pennsylvania here, do you think there's a little oversaturation? Too many races, maybe? And I, I know that's a weird thing to have. Yeah, I I, 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 I do believe it. If, you, if you're a promoter and you say, I'm going to try and sneak a race in from May till September. October, mm-hmm. good luck. I mean, in Pennsylvania, you can race as much as you want to, for sure, within reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's no open date. I mean, and it don't matter how much you pay. The guys are just, like you said, they race Saturday night. They go Saturday and they'll sneak in a race once in a while. But there's so many, I don't want to see them take any away. I think yeah. that more. But, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's getting crazy. It's a weird spot. It really is. And I know that you and I have talked about it before. And um, it's just a, it's a strange spot. It really, truly is. Uh, the boys, how are uh, Brandon and Freddie looking for this year? Um, you know, everyone, everything geared up good for the boys as they get ready to go after it again? Yeah, actually, I think so. I mean, uh, I, I think we got everything in line the best we can. And, you know, we're going to go out and try and dyno some motors out at Tim Inglers here in a week or two and, uh, you know, see if we can get better there and, time trial and you know we have really good motors but you gotta you can't leave no stone unturned boy i'll tell you what and that is the thing with those world world of outlaw events time trialing holy cow man that is so critical wow yeah you know, you know and again and not to sound like a wuss i have no problem with toyota ford even the world right. racing group i am just concerned about sprint car racing and whatever that makes me i don't know but it's just it we don't need to go no faster Right. I don't want nothing to do with motor limits or claimer motors or, <laughs> you know, there's probably more cheating in 360 racing than there is in 410 racing. Right. I just don't see nothing good coming from, you know, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's a, it's a very valid point. It makes a lot of sense. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, and I think there's, there's probably a fair number of people that share your opinion on it as well. So um, we'll reach out, chat with some folks and see what we can learn on it, what the other perspectives might be on it but uh, we do appreciate uh, your time and sharing your passion with it fred always a pleasure to chat and uh, can't wait to can't wait till we can hook up for a cold frosty one along the way as well i'll look forward to it and i i hope you can get the guys to come on you know from trd and the world racing group and and explain to all of us or at least to me yeah what they think is a positive or they if they don't just don't think they can avoid it i mean obviously it's probably too late now but uh you know whatever well we appreciate it, Fred. Uh, wish you the best, and uh, we'll be watching those boys tear it up on the tracks of Pennsylvania. Sounds good. Thank you. There we go. Fred Raymer. Always a pleasure to chat with Fred. Fred has always wanted to state his opinion, and it is an issue that has been discussed a lot in the sprint car world. Uh, we will reach out to some folks at TRD, and we'll reach out to some folks at the World Racing Group and, 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 and see what their reaction is, response is. But um, we always appreciate that. I just appreciate Fred's candor in talking about things. He is a passionate, 
passionate individual when it comes to sprint car racing, and uh, he's not uh, not shy when it comes to those uh, those observations. So stay tuned on that one. But a great article. That's what kind of triggered me. Um, a friend and I had a conversation before PRI, and uh, I went up there and and I got some similar reaction from some folks in the industry. And uh, then the story came out on uh, January fourteenth in the Area Auto Racing News. And um, so stay tuned. We'll see what happens as things keep evolving in the world of 410 sprint car racing. Uh, looking forward to coming up. Uh, our friends at the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. Man, what a year they have. Now, this is going to be fascinating to watch what happens with the Lucas Oil ASCS. And they're the leading 360 tour. It's wide open this year. Sam Hafertip has won the last four championships. We had Sam on our MAV TV show. This past weekend, he's won the last four. Sam is going to run the All-Stars, and so it's wide open. And they kick it off February 28th and 29th, the end of this month, at Canyon Speedway Park in Pierre, just, uh, Pierre Arizona, just north of, uh, north of Phoenix. And then they have a California swing with Merced, Placerville, Petaluma. Then the traditional stops, Texas, Pennsylvania, Washington. They run the 360 Nationals. It's going to be a great year for the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. And a lot of fun. ASCS, nine regional tours. Six of them are winged and three non-winged. They have a big season plan. You can follow along more with that at www.ascsracing.com. Volusia Speedway Park, or Volusia Raceway Park, that's the place to be. The Dirt Car Nationals ongoing this week. World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Sprint Cars, they kick off their season Friday night. Tomorrow night, if you're listening to this on Thursday, they kick it off at Volusia. Our friends at USCS with Henry County Motorsport Park in Clewiston, They'll have action Friday and Saturday as well. Wing Nation Apparel is available at www.wingnation.com. That's wingnation.com. Also available at the All-Star Souvenir Trailer, wherever the All-Stars race across the country. You can follow along with us on social media, on our Twitter account, our Facebook page, and our Facebook group. Also, wingnation.com, where you can catch all the archives of everything we have going on. Coming up this Saturday on MAV-TV. We have got David Gravel joining us on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit. And, of course, a lot going on in David Gravel's world. We appreciate Fred Raymer joining us here on the program. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here today. This has been the Wing Nation podcast. Find Wing Nation on wingnation.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. The Wing Nation podcast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UV. Warmies heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. 